Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. How's it going on anyway? That's as good a way as I need to start the podcast. Oh, that start, yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah. How's it going on anyway? <laughs> Imagine that was an actual way of greeting somebody. It yeah. is, depending yeah. on where you are and uh, who you're talking to. Yeah, I suppose little elven is to say like, "Oh, Jim McKay from the show. How's it going on in any ways?" Yeah, yeah. In all in any ways, yeah. isn't it? It's a very remarkably solely Dublin thing of isn't saying, it? isn't it? Yeah. But like, even in terms of what it means, in all and any ways. I, yeah. Oh no, sir. In all in, in, in any way. Yeah. And all in any way. Yeah. Is that it? It gets this very theoretical if you put it like that. In all and anyway. Yeah. And in all and anyways, how are you? <laughs> yeah, actually anyway. for the first time ever it's made sense. Can we listen? Um normally you know, normally when we're chatting here we're just kinda of chatting or Talking whatever. Shite, yeah, just before we came we started to do this, started to record this, PJ came across this um story that we did manage to squeeze into the show. Yes. Right, because it came in a bit last minute. I just saw it there too late. You know the way we're sort of like news hounds, hot off the press. Hot off the press, chasing stories I mean, like there's no tomorrow, you literally know. Literally breaking news. Yeah, little weasels gurrying around, getting <laughs> trying to find good stories to entertain the masses, Jim. <sighs> yeah. uh, but, but there's a great one there. Yeah, a fella, that, it's in Texas, of course, so where all these things happen. But a guy, bro- um, he broke into someone's shed to rob their lawnmower. Right. Uh, and he, he did rob the lawnmower. But he obviously felt a bit of conscience born in him, a bit guilty, so he cut the front and back garden grass uh, with the lawnmower before he robbed it. Oh. Uh, so now there's CCTV footage, pretty clear CCTV footage of him uh, cutting the grass uh, on the, in the front and back lawns, and the police are trying to catch him for the lawnmower. That's but, um, uh, but so basically what he was doing was, I'll give them a bit of time to get a new lawnmower. Yeah. I'll cut it so that they don't have to cut it for a week or two. And that'll give them time to buy a new lawnmower after the one I've just robbed. Exactly, yeah. It's a strange twist of, of conscience, really, isn't it? It kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I remember years ago when we used to, you know, when you, we all, when you start drinking in Ireland, it's not really a, a drinking age, it's more drinking height. Yeah. And uh, we, we were, like, there was a certain off-license that I won't mention in the establishment in Fairview where we could get served at the time. <laughs> and uh, when we used to go up there, you know, and do the whole, like, um, we could all have two bags of LCLP. <laughs> and a flagon of vodka and the negative cider yeah. and the six pack of Ritz <laughs> yeah, you know you know yeah, like yeah. all those things yeah, yeah. are you underage I gave her away what are you talking about I'm a fully qualified electrician with two wives I've, I've gone through I'm in the middle of a divorce thank you very much <laughs> yeah. What a great way to justify now, your age. Imagine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Now hurry up, will you please? The kids are hot in the car. <laughs> <laughs> imagine trying to do it that way. That would be amazing. Like the two jackets, two kids sitting on each other's shoulders and they're about eight foot tall. <laughs> Hello. That would be a much better way. Can I have two bottles of wine for my wife? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> than having an ID card if you had to have an appropriate backstory. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, I was married in 1971. <laughs> yeah, my grandchild is having a christening and we want to wet the baby's head <laughs> with, a, with a large bottle of vodka and a Coke, please. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, we only want the Coke as a mixer. Yeah, that's... <laughs> You don't have a bag of ice for the whiskey, thank you. Uh, but like, so but I remember we were like that age and we went into this off license and we got served and it was actually uh, six cans of Ace Lager. Ace? Ace. Uh, and 
Oh, Remember Ace Ladder? No, Do you that's not? What I'm saying. Like, that, that's, oh, oh yeah. my god! Six cans of Ace. It uh, just yeah. It's just that's it, that's like sort of like when you know when everybody else on your road had actual Coke or Fanta, yeah. and you had some own brand Jolt. thing. <laughs> Never jolt or cava cola. Do you remember cava uh, yeah, yeah, Exactly. Or just, or just, or, or, or is that one that um that what is what's his name? Peter K always talks about uh, roller cola. Yo, ro- <laughs> roller cola. Yeah, all that sort of yeah, yeah off brand stuff to taste it like liquid chewing gum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we had some. It used to be five pound for six cans. Five or six was the whole thing. Right. And we had a half bottle of vodka. And the guy cycled up to us and he goes, "Give me that." And we were like, "Ah, Jesus!" You know. Yeah. I mean, so we were after walking and all. You know, I remember around the back of Marino and everything. And he goes, hey, give us that. And then he opened the bag and he goes, right, you'll take the cans or you can take the vodka. What do you want? I'm not a bad thief, he goes. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I'm not a bad thief. Uh, yeah, and we were like, oh, gee, now what are we going to do about this? <laughs> <laughs> this is predicament. What do you like? Yeah. Well, I do like the vodka. And then we were like, well, our friend didn't drink beer. Uh, he liked the vodka, but we liked the beer. So we, so we gave him your man's vodka anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and we went back and we got mugged. And he goes, but they left you with half of your stuff. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, right. Yeah, so he only mugged the stuff I like. Is that what you're telling yeah, me? Yeah, so and then we were like, give me my money back. We like, don't have the money we spent on the, on, oh. the, on the money for our wedding. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm not a bad thief. I'm not a bad thief. I'll never forget oh that's what God. he said. Yeah. Literally, yeah. honour among thieves. Yeah, yeah. A decent, honest criminal. Uh, yeah. Like, that, there was always that sort of carry on. You know, yeah. lads never, you never think it's you're like, the bad guy. It's I, like guess. I told you, I know I told you this story before, but it's like that lad who, um, I remember when I was moving into my first house, yeah. this lad literally approached me on the street and said, like, uh, do you need any, uh, Need that for the house, whatever. And uh, no, I think I'm okay. Yeah, you know, like uh, fridges uh, and like that, or whatever. I said, uh, no, I'm, I'm all right. He said, no, they're not robbed. Well, like not out of houses. Yeah, <laughs> that makes it all so right. So it was basically, yeah, you know, they're yeah. out there. It's like shops and factories and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't rob somebody's Sta- gaff. We what do you think a, I am? Stole a truck, you know. We didn't steal a person's own belongings or out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like the, it is a strange way that you know criminals and all have seen themselves. I suppose yeah. you know. But it's a bit like that thing. I mean, the, 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 uh, we're all so two faced when it comes to that thing about um, you know, if you hear about stolen goods or something, if you're the one whose place gets burgled or yeah. whatever, you're obviously you're outraged. You're disgusted. Yeah, yeah. No, the invasion of privacy. Yeah, and if all. your telly's robbed or if your thing is whatever and all that, and you're absolutely disgusted and outraged. Yeah. And then you're sitting in the pub and someone else said, "Here, come here." Um, I've got a telly there, if you're interested. It's uh, one of those big fancy ones, you know, the 4HD UK, yeah, all the And things. you're like, yeah, I'm looking for one of them, yeah. <laughs> where'd you get, where, where, what is it? Where'd you, where'd you get it? How much? Oh, yeah, give it down to you for 85 quid. Oh, yeah. lovely, I'll take that. And you'd be there, no worries. And if, imagine if you went round to the back of the van and it was your telly. You'd be there, you fucking prick, you. You were going to buy it. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. somebody walks you up to you and goes, no, listen, I have this now. Just, you know, yourself. I fell off the back of my head. All oh, right, check it. Oh, okay, yeah. how much? Oh, it goes down all the oh, way. Yeah, I wore, wore 300 in the shops, you know what I mean? And yeah, well, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't encourage that now, but, <laughs> but it is a bargain. You know, if I don't buy it, someone fucking will, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> better, better off me, who thoroughly disapproves of that kind of carry-on yeah. buying it, than somebody who's encouraging it. Yeah, yeah. I watch religious programmes on it for the first day. <laughs> And I'll get forgiveness. Yeah, and say sorry to God. Yeah, that's no. it, yeah. i let me ma watch the 4D mass. Yeah. Uh, and that'll be a, a 4D. There I am again. <laughs> what the 4D? 
Ford and B. You're permanent. You're, you're yeah, 4G, man. That's actually being in mass. That's what 4G <laughs> is. Called, yeah. But in fact, I think you get, even if you were at mass, I think it would still only be 3D. Oh, yeah, of course it would. There is no fourth dimension. What the fuck am I talking about? Although, I'm having in, a nervous breakdown. If you're in mass, maybe you're having some sort of spiritual epiphany or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen the fourth dimension. Yeah. It oh. was on me telly when I, before I came. I had the Holy I had the Jesus Crisp and I, and I, and I went into that fourth dimension. Oh, holy damn it, Jesus! I had it all! Oh my god, I got. I tried, yeah, I, I had a litre of Jesus' blood and I, I never felt better! <laughs> the Jesus Crisp! <laughs> I never thought of it like that before. Yeah, now I've got to guilt me for a bit of communion. Yeah, a package, of, package of crisps. Have you got a package of them Jesus yeah. crisps? Imagine saying that to the priest. Yeah. And, and, and uh, what does the priest says when he's giving you the thing? Um, and, uh, body of, cro- body oh, of Christ. Body of Christ. You go salt and finger, please. <laughs> Do you have any prawn? Yeah, yeah. Out? Cheese and onion, if you don't mind. Thank you, thank you, Father. <laughs> Did you see that video going around of the young one making her communion last week? It was brilliant. No. So she was. She goes. Oh, it's up, communion season. Isn't it's it? communion Jeez, season. I'd say you're hanging on to your money like. I am know. not. I have to give a whole, look at the fucking cash in my pocket. Oh First my time I've had cash in my pocket. That's for me and me ma. I have to do the fifties. Fifty quid for an eight-year-old. I'm oh. raging over it. Yeah. Fifty. It's a hundred quid now. I have to give for the two of us. You know. Oh, and I would give out. Only, you know, to me ma's not having a great time. I don't know why it costs me money, but there you go. <laughs> Uh, but it was a great video going around of this girl and she's making her communion she goes up and she gets the, the, the Jesus crisp yeah. and then the, he gives her the chalice to have the little drink of wine um, do they do that now? Uh, they must do yeah uh, jeez we never got a sniff of the no old. I never did no uh, yeah. uh, but she she necks the whole chalice she necks the entire glass a wine and the priest is like, would you <laughs> trying to make a move to pull it off her? But she yeah, she's the, guzzling it down. Yeah, and then she just puts her hands back to go. Hmm. Yeah. Did not walk. And back she turns her. around, and shouts down to church, Ma, it's like your one. <laughs> the Jesus' blood tastes exactly like yours. You know what you do have when you get up in the morning. You, you know your you know your juice, Ma. Yeah, yeah. You know that special juice you say is only for you, yeah. Ma. The that one, you have as soon as you wake up. The one you hide in the Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Jesus. Deadly. oh deadly. Right, uh, we'll give you a few best bits then from during the week, shall we? <laughs> we're, we're going off into some special juice and a Jesus Christ. We need it. We absolutely need forgiveness after this. Anyway, I'll tell you, we need forgiveness after the week we had. There was a lot of willies on the show this lot week. A lot of, but yeah. Oh my God, there was willies left, right and centre. Everywhere this week, yeah. Unbelievable. And poor old Peter Andres. Getting slated and he had nothing. Not he, even sure if his can be called a willy. Not, well, it's... If, if, if the rumours are true. And what a rumour. <laughs> like it. So we had to have a chat about that. Um, uh, Peter, Peter Andre getting dragged into the um, Rebecca Vardy Poor and Colleen fella. Rooney thing. Yeah. Bizarre story. Also, uh, we gave you some fantastic tips on um, on how to know if you should break up with somebody. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they're, they're a little unusual. I yeah. mean, in fairness, there was a thousand and one of them. We didn't do them all. No, we did about, I think we only managed to get through about four or five of them, but they're, yeah. they're, they were the most convincing ones we could find. Uh, also, again, on the Willie front, um, uh, New Hope. But yeah. Actually, the kind of thing that Peter Andre should probably be investigating, there's the potential for a bionic Willie. A bionic, yeah. And apparently yeah. loads of Irish lads have had one. It seems that way. And you get it on the um, the HSE and all, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you get it on the higher purchase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Installments. <laughs> I don't know, any second now. Uh, so, yeah, we had a chat about that. And then also, um, we were, again, uh, in your own interest, we were advising you on the things that you shouldn't do so that you're not considered tacky. 
Yeah. Weren't we? Yes. And you disagreed with them all. Yes. <laughs> and I was just about to say, I, and I'm not tacky, but I just realised they did turn up to work in a football jersey. So uh, there's, there's a bit of self-reflection going on here. Oh, anyway, listen, have a listen to um, to some of the best bits from during the week. We'll talk to you the other side. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Not often that uh, that we, we do kind of celebrity type stories on this show. Well, that's, that's not strictly true. I suppose we talk about them, but we generally slag them off. Yeah, or just, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. not exactly ear to the ground when it comes to gossip culture anyway. Exactly. And, um, and it's very rare that we ever feel sorry for a celebrity. I know, but poor old Peter Andre, seriously. <laughs> but he, like, I mean, the fella wasn't even involved. He was minding his own business yesterday. And he got called out. Like the, so the Rebecca, Rebecca Vardy, uh, Colleen Rooney trial. Remember yeah. all of that? The Instagram game where Colleen Rooney set up Rebecca Vardy basically to, to find out if she was the one spreading gossip on yeah, her behalf or they, selling it, actually. They gave her a nickname, didn't they? they she had a, some sort of a, like a detective-y type nickname. That's because, right, yeah. Because of, of how she set it up like in order to fish out who the, who the leak was. Yeah. Wagata Christie. Wagata that was it. Christie. Well done. John's high on the old uh, celebrity stuff. He's he big, knows his Big business. into his wags. Knows his onions. John. But uh, imagine me and Peter Andre. He's not involved in this case at all, right? Yeah, he had nothing to do with it. Yeah, and yesterday, um, Mrs. Vardy was being cross-examined <laughs> by Mrs. Rooney's lawyer, uh, Mr. David Sherborne, right? Right. And he asked her in the stand, he said, uh, do you respect other people's privacy? And she said, yes, yes, I do. And then Mr. Sherborne said, okay. And he read out an article that was posted in the, in the News of the World uh, a few years ago, read by about four million people, uh, which said that Peter Andres had a very, very tiny willy. <laughs> uh, and asked her whether that was respectful what? or not. Right. Yeah. So, sorry, why, what's this got to do with the case? What, she, was she the one who said? To see if she respects people's privacy. And she said that um, Peter Andre had the smallest trouser equipment I have ever seen and said it was like a miniature Chipolata, <laughs> is what she told the court. That's disgraceful. Yeah. So it was her. She had put this into the public domain a few years back. Yeah. Talking about his very small Chipolata. Yeah. And, right, and, and, then there, the lawyer, and therefore that was a point that she doesn't respect people's privacy. Yes. if your trouser equipment is not your own business, whose business is it? Yeah, and then bringing it up once again, Mr. Sherborne said, so, having said this about Peter Andre, and having said you, were, you respect people's privacy, why did you say that to the news of the world? And she goes, me husband made me, she said. Uh, he's Yeah, she was forced into it, she said. And she's something she deeply Jamie regrets. Vardy made... His missus go to the papers to say that Peter Andre had a tiny had, a, had only a small chipolata. Yeah, and I know. Yeah, and of course now Peter Andre. Now what? Poor Peter Andre. He's got nothing to do with this trial. He's just sitting there minding his business. Going, why is everyone talking about me, really? <laughs> Leave me alone. I didn't do anything. That, that is disgraceful, isn't it? I mean, dragged into a celebrity spat. Yeah, especially in such a. You know, such a private way. Yeah, yeah. Such a delicate matter. And he was all upset then, and he had to go out on his own Instagram yesterday and say, well, I'm glad she said it's not true. (laughs) That's what he was worried about. Yeah, and then he says, and I would like to think that anyone who watched me in the jungle can see that um, a a little acorn can turn into a fine oak, he said. (laughs) So um, so he's defended himself uh, the best way he knows how. That's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, yes, the poor fella. Like, imagine everyone talking about it. I mean, now, uh, it's like he's a double act now. <laughs> you know, it's him and his, 
him and his little fella. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, he just, it's such a shameful thing for people to be hammering on about. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, saying small trouser equipment. How dare anybody talk about your trouser equipment like that? And but I don't know if he should have gone that route, though, of, of kind of like, you know, maybe sometimes, sometimes a yeah. dignified silence is the only way to handle these situations. Coming out and doing the little acorn into a mighty oak line might be a bit... I know, yeah. Although it's not a bad analogy. Like, some people will be just insulted and just go, What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Are you joking me? I used to what play... What are you talking about, I, I, uh, Frankfurter. Yeah, I was asked to play for the, the New York Yankees with this baseball bat I have. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. We have an extraordinarily high number of butchers who listen to this show. We really do, don't we? What? There's a lot. What does that say about us? What the... the bang of meat off us. Yeah, well, I suppose we never do stop talking about sausages. You know, it is That's appealing to the, to the audience. You know? We do appreciate their work, is what you're saying. Yes, they absolutely. Feel, we make them feel appreciated. Especially you. I, yeah, yeah, I am a bit of a mesosaurus, all right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, listen, um, is that a reason to break up with somebody? You'd say, don't, don't be ridiculous. Well, I tell you something, PJ's just found, listen to this, there's a thousand and one. Literally a thousand and one reasons to break up with somebody. There's a new Tumblr, you know, like a website, and they've uh, built up to a thousand and one reasons. It was... um. Basically, an experiment to see is, is there a thousand and one reasons that you could have to break up with anybody? Yeah. And it turns out there could be probably 10,000, because it filled up in no time. Although, um, some of them are... It's amazing. They're a little bit, you know, left field, to say the least. Yeah, well, some of them, like, uh, are it's fair enough, I suppose. Some some people that say they think that throat that quoting Star Trek will turn you on and you go okay fair enough I'm a big Star Trek fan but I would never but you like, wouldn't be kind of wandering up to a lady and giving yeah, it yeah. your best I'd never be Spock. walking up and going well as Captain Kirk said in episode 15 <laughs> series 12 one is not the galaxy is not our, you know you, would, you wouldn't do yeah, it you know yeah. that's fair enough uh, and, and but some people like they say if your if your fella smells like beets I don't even know what a beet smells like for all I know I'm I walking like around a, a, like, like a, a beetroot, beetroot. Yeah, for all I know, I smell like a beetroot. You know, and that's something you can change, certainly. That's, surely. A, that's a reason given. Yeah, yeah. If like your fella smells like a beetroot. Smells like a beet. What if you're somebody who works with beetroot yeah, I guess as so. your job? Yeah, that, I think that's harsh, right? Yeah. And then there's ones so. that I, I, once again, some that I think are totally normal. Like, yeah, definitely, there's one of them saying that when you have mammy and daddy time, you know, the two of you getting together, um, that he might start making engine noises. Well, of course <laughs> you wouldn't want to be going out with that. Can you even imagine the situation? <laughs> like, you know, turn around and going, yeah, so I suppose you feel like uh, going upstairs. And she's like, yeah, maybe we should. Uh, You're really revving my engine. <laughs> and yeah, am I? Yeah. Ring, ding, 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 ding. Rim, rim, rim. your engine sound like a really dodgy moped? Yeah. Why could, you couldn't have gone for a big Bugatti uh, roar or yeah, something, yeah. no. Not a V5. I don't know. I just <laughs> naturally. You, you I guess I'm a two-stroke. That, that says a lot about you, yeah. Yeah, my engine's going now. Always said it about PJ Geller. Very small engine, you know. Yeah, yeah. Very small engine. Small capacity. <laughs> small capacity, a bit of a two, yeah. Yeah, but to be fair, you're right. Somebody making engine noises during... Still run on fully leaded. Happy mammy daddy time is... is, um, is Yeah, it's probably not a great idea. That's yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. That's a reason to lose them. I get... Uh, okay, I'll go with that. And, and then, like, uh, some men, if they call their belly or their stomach, their tummy is apparently, like, uh, a, a turn-off. You know, like... But that just makes them sound like a child. I got hunger in my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
that is very definitely a reason to lose somebody. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'd be saying. Look at my tummy. That's what I'd be there doing to my girlfriend. <laughs> Would you like to see my tummy? I go upstairs and make the sound of a moped for you. Ring, ding, 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 ding. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. I, onto something completely different. Absolutely different. Here's a bit of an eye-opener for you. Um, the HSE, um, last year they spent a million euro um, for 69 men to be fitted with bionic willies, um, <laughs> which is just one of the most uh, incredible stats when you think about it. Oh, I'd say, what's mad is we were talking the other day, right, about yeah. a, a program that was go- that was on, don't be on Channel Four about a man who was um, uh, having a replacement. Yeah, he had one on and his he arm. Was currently, it, it was on his arm for six years. While it was developing, and then it was going to be replaced or whatever. And then COVID, and we thought that yeah. was. Well and truly bizarre. Yeah. I didn't even know the concept of a bionic willy existed. Well, and there you go. And, it's and the a, fact that there's 69 men. 69 men have been fitted with what are called bionic willies. And that's the thing. And it's for serious reasons, obviously, like cardiovascular it's just, diseases. It's state funded, is it? Yeah, some of them are state funded and some by health insurance. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it's cost a million quid for 69 um, lads. Does it cost the HSE a million quid? Uh, or is it just... No, I think that's the overall bill spent, is it? I think it's... Right. Estimate the cost of HSE of fitting public mean, patients with bionic... People might get a bit... Yeah, the HSE... about their taxes if they thought uh, it was to... Ah, uh, no, it's not aesthetics. <laughs> or, this is for serious reasons it's happened, in fairness. Yeah. Like, you know, so they needed a bionic willy put on. Uh, it's just, it's the word bionic that makes it, sums up things. Like, it's yeah. a, you know... And, the, uh, because, <laughs> and whether or not it makes that sound... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you when used to get with the six million dollar man. Yeah, when you go for a slash... <laughs> And also, what makes you think that it can... you, I'm surprised you're even old enough to remember the six million dollar. Oh, man. I used to love the six yeah. million dollar man. So yeah, did I. I thought it might have been a smidgen before your time. No, no, no. I remember it very well. It's just that that's and that's why when you have from our era, you hear bionic and you think super things. So you hear bionic willy and you think you can open knots with it or something, <laughs> yeah. or you'd be able to. Yeah, that it would effectively be just like a third hand. That'd be fantastic. You could, you know, you could just you know, carry more things and everything. Yeah, you'd be super willy. You hear off. A superhero, and you arrive at the fires and pull out fires, uh, or else you, you, you like your man that was diving. Somebody holds your head underwater, and you stick your willy out, and you can breathe through it, and <sighs> use your testicles as miniature lungs. That would that's, be amazing. Uh, that go like this. Yeah, yeah or like so that's be, a, yeah, be like that that, that that scuba thing tube. That'd be incredible. Yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. A scuba willy, yeah. Or yeah. or you'd be able to you, you see things. Like if, you, if someone's doing a hostage situation, you could slip your willy under the door and you'd be able to see where the, the kidnappers like you do are. That, oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. So all that, that that's what... It would it, have to be adaptable. It would have to be kind of like... It would have to be able to take on different... Actually, different shapes and everything. Just, I mean, if you needed to disguise yourself, it could turn, in, turn itself into a... A swan. Oh, yeah. Or else you could just stretch it really long and make a lasso out of us and catch a horse. Exactly. And it could be the willy of truth. The the willy of truth, yeah. That'd be amazing, like Wonder Woman had. Yeah, remember that? She used to put the golden thing around the lads and then you had to tell the truth. Yeah. Mind you, if you came at me with the the willy of truth, (laughs) I'd be calling the guards now, to be quite honest with you. That's it's an but, extraordinary thing, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. it's just the word bionic, I think, that makes it uh, sound yeah. so so um, far fetched. I assume it's like uh, uh, the fact that it's bionic that makes it sound like it would have you know all of its necessary motors and things. Of course, yeah. Like you wouldn't have to you know hire it up and lower it down like you a do, drawbridge. I think you do. I think there's like a pump. <laughs> well, do you? So yeah. you don't. Want, it's not like a fishing reel thing. And you hire it up and lower it down like a drawbridge going up and down, no? Over, no. over a moat. They put a little thing on your back and you, yeah. you have to, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't think they do. It's, I think it's a pump. I think it's actually a pump. Wow. It'd be brilliant. Imagine that, though. You're, you're doing, the, you and 
your other half and you're having a little bit of a nice time. And then you get to go, hold on, I'm just going to pump up my way. And then when it's finished, you're going, oh, that was wonderful. Was it good for you? Yeah. And then you have to let the air out and all of a sudden you just hear... It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Jacqueline Whitmore is an etiquette expert, you know. Right. And she's advising us on things that we need to do or not do uh, to avoid being seen as publicly tacky. If you know what right. you know. So this kind of follows on from the other day as well, doesn't it? Because remember, we found out that um, I think you're, you're officially now common, I think. Is that right? Apparently so, because I like sitting in the front garden. Because <laughs> I like having a beer in the front garden. Yeah. Apparently that makes me common. I don't get that's not true at Com- all. Common, apparently. So. I'm far from it. You know, just sitting there in your string vest in the front garden with your socks and sandals on, swilling your yeah, but Dutch it's, gold. It's my garden. I always drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so these are these are things like that, are they? Yeah, these are pretty things much. That, yeah. What else makes you tacky? Yeah. To, so uh, <laughs> apparently, like if some of it's really obvious, like you have to hold the door open for the person behind you and stuff. Like everybody does that, you know. Yeah. That's just common decency. But then, really silly stuff like don't lick your knife when you're eating your dinner. That's where the last <laughs> bit of dinner is. Is on the knife. You know when you like but have something not, that's really delicious, but and you're then, not just like. You know, scrape your knife on your fork or something and, and then eat. <laughs> oh, so, so now you have to transfer it onto two different... Like, yeah, it's that... You're holding a knife and a fork. You're, and then you're you, right. It's you, just more work, PJ. You just it? stick it in just your mouth. Imagine, imagine putting utensils in your mouth at the dinner table. <laughs> it's a totally normal thing to do. And she also says you should always keep a supply of thank you notes in your pocket and ready to go in case somebody gives in you a... In your pocket? Yeah. So in case someone gives you a gift... You should be able to quip out a thank you note and have it ready on hand. Outrageous. Why wouldn't you just say, oh my God, thank you? Yeah, thanks a million, yeah. That's, you know. I mean, like I have to confess, um, well, it's, it's not a confession, it's a good thing. I mean, Yvonne's very uh, kind of into all that, like sending thank you things for anything. You know what I mean? If somebody sends her whatever, um, she'll always send a thank you card or Does all, she, yeah. all that sort of stuff. But That's what text messages are for. You don't keep them on hand. No, you don't. Text. Cheers for that. You didn't have to do it. No bother. <laughs> Must get you back one day and then forget about it. No big deal. Also, if you're in a restaurant and the bread basket's on the table, you're always supposed to um, give the neighbour, your neighbour, the first bit of bread before you give it to yourself. What happens if they take the nice one? You know the way sometimes just like the poppy seed joke. There might only be a couple of them. Right. And then you go, would you like a piece of bread? And they take it. You'd be like, and that's it then. The conversation's ruined because all you can think of is this person did that on I, purpose. That was the one I wanted. Yeah, I was going for that and you knew it. You knew it, you blackguard. You took the, you took the lovely tomato piece or something. Right. You knew it. Yeah, not a chance. Would um, you ever do that with anything? Offer somebody first, you know, first refusal on something like in any, any scenario? Well, yeah, like a parachute or something. Let's see if they survive and <laughs> take, you know, take me chances from fair there on. Fair enough, right? Yeah, you, you know, uh, put your phone away during meals. So so what are you going to do then? Fight, is it? That's what you're going to do. You're, you, if you don't have the phone at the meal, you're forced into have some, uh, you end up with those horrible chats you have at meals, you know. You, now, hang a second, but these are, you know, I'm sure this means if you're out in a restaurant. I don't think this means if you're just sitting in your kitchen. I couldn't care less. If I'm out in a restaurant, <laughs> it's even more important. That's that's when you're really enjoying the food. You know the way, like, and then you end up having, if you're out in a restaurant, you know what, if you don't have a phone on the table, right. here's what you talk about. Mm. Oh, God, the carrots are lovely, aren't they? They're lovely, yes, yes, absolutely. And the potatoes. Oh, they're lovely, absolutely. Do you like the potatoes, Jim? I do. Yeah, I do like them. 
yeah. And the turkey, I mean, turkey's very soft, very moist, isn't it? Yes, the turkey's very moist. It's the most boring <laughs> conversation. So you'd be better off just checking the results, would yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, look at him after seeing on Twitter. Look, your man's after falling down. That cat's after getting on a rocket or whatever. You know, it gives you something to talk about. Right. Um, always RSVP and do it right away. Yeah, I'm not coming. Simple as that. Um, That's taken care of. Uh, push. I don't know about that. Let someone go in front of you in line. But then you just constantly end up at the back of the queue. Why would you? I mean, there's certain circumstances, you know. If it's that classic scenario of somebody's got, like, one item. Although even at that, I sort of begrudge them a little bit. But still, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you can't just constantly, when people come along, go, Oh, sorry, you go in front of me. Yeah, I know. You'd yeah. never get there. You'd never get there. You'd be letting pregnant women in and everything. You'd, be, you'd never get to, you know. <laughs> they'd be at the front of the queue and all. And they'd have loads of stuff. Because they're buying... You know, for families and all. Oh, jeepers, you know. Right. Uh, apparently, apologising when you're wrong is very important. Yeah. I actually agree I, with that. I do that all the time. Yeah, I agree. In fact, actually, I even apologise when I'm right. Yeah, apologise when you're not wrong. Just end the conversation. Whatever, you, you're in trouble, yeah, yeah. just, you know. Yeah, whatever you said, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's it. Uh, uh, and then, apparently, uh, you have to uh, always dress for every occasion. It's better to be overdressed rather than underdressed. No, it isn't. How well it is, PJ, in certain circumstances. I, I mean, if if overdressed means that you have a choice between wearing your overcoat <laughs> in or just wearing nothing but your smalls and your socks. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather wear a full suit. Oh no, I wouldn't. What would I do? I'd rather wear a tracksuit to Patrick Ebos than a full suit to Crow Park. That's all I'm saying. Glory days, the best of morning glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Oh, uh, yes, indeed. Uh, some of the best bits from, from during the week on um, on the show. Yeah, so, feel, do, you, do you feel any less tacky? I'm a bit annoyed. I feel like I insulted myself and I'm not a bit happy about it. Because it was yeah. an extraordinary week where, you, I mean, because you came out quite forcefully. Yeah. There was the whole um, uh, sitting in the garden business. Yes. That went well. That did well. Well, you did get, you did get a lot of support. Uh, I, well, I did get a lot of there support. There was a surge of support. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then there was also people like you're some scanger. You're scanger. <laughs> I got called a scanger and everything. It's a dog rough, isn't it? <laughs> you can't even enjoy your own garden. I don't know. Yeah, so th- yeah, because that was about sitting in the front garden, wasn't it? Yeah. And then there was the whole thing about um, you were disgusted that you're not supposed to lick your knife. Yeah, I'm also yeah. You're not and and I don't know how people feel because to me, like your front garden's for lounging and your back garden's a toilet. <laughs> uh, so, you know, like so your back garden's a toilet. Yeah, if you don't want to go upstairs, you know the way. You and go you, and have a slash. Well, if you're please cooking. tell me that's on, it's only a slash. Yeah, you're, oh, not, yeah. you're not out sitting beside your dog. Jeez, eh? Imagine that. <laughs> imagine that. Your neighbour going. You, could you pick up the poo in your garden, please? Your dog must be. Oh, that's not the dog. That's me. You know when you're cooking and you couldn't be arsed going upstairs. <laughs> You, oh, yeah, oh yeah. my god Your yeah. back garden Is for, is, as, is as a toilet well, Every so An emergency often. toilet A nice day You need to go <laughs> Upstairs Miles so, away so Just walk out the see, back Your next door neighbour's out mowing the grass And you're standing there With your lad in your hand <laughs> Hosing the place down Yeah sure they don't going, know Lovely day Just it? take it out And put both hands in the fence <laughs> I say how's it going yeah, And he say to you Can you hear running water Ah, ah. I don't know what you thought. Must be rain coming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah, my Jeez, you've got a bit of a damp patch there in your fence. You want to look after yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Look at that. My shoes and all are wet now. <laughs> your fences after leaking on them. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this <sighs> is the this is the filthiest podcast we ever did. Absolutely. <laughs> Draw a line before we get. I was going to say before we get dragged off air. Should we not on air? Yeah, it's yeah. The glory of the internet. The glory wild of the west internet. of the internet. <sighs> right. Will we get out of here? Let's get out of here. Have a great time, everybody. 
You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.